Elements of Opinion. I'm your host, Francine Vasquez, and in this podcast, I'll be talking about everyday events, happenings, pet peeves, and everything under the sun in order to provide you with a fun and sometimes serious look at life. Welcome to 2022. It's been a long year, but we're here and we're ready to go. Unfortunately, we still got Omicron hanging around. Um, and so we don't know when this pandemic is going to end. But if you are here with me, then I am very glad for you. And I hope that your family has good health and you continue to uh, stick around. In this episode, I'm going to talk about the new year. And every time we have a new year, we have New Year's resolutions, right? That's something we like to do. We like to look at what we did the year before and then kind of plan ahead to what we want to accomplish in the year coming, right? So we make these resolutions or these commitments or promises to ourselves that this year is going to be different. This year, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. A lot of New Year's resolutions tend to kind of revolve around exercise, right? Getting into shape, uh, being a better version of yourself. So your resolution might be that you're going to get to the gym and eat healthier. And, And that's why we see a lot of advertisements and commercials and things for, you know, all of the gyms out there like Planet Fitness and all these other local gyms and and you see all these dieting plans and weight loss plans and everything else to kind of get you into that mood, right? And to kind of get you motivated and really to kind of get your money too, (laughs) right? I mean, that's just kind of what we do. But I think that what's most important out of all of this is to make a resolution that you can stick to, to decide that you can do something for yourself that is going to work for the long term. So if your resolution happens to be about weight loss or getting in shape or eating healthier, then I don't think it's as important to try to find a diet that you have to stick to. You know, I don't think it has to be restrictive. I mean, you know, everybody's going to pick something that works for themselves, right? But I think that there's a lot of failure around dieting and weight loss and things like that because when you get into these plans and programs and things that are highly restrictive, you know, you can't eat this and you can't eat that. You can only have X many calories. And when when it goes to the extremes, that's when I think you're setting yourself up for failure. Because that's not something you can maintain over the long term. Like a liquid diet. It may be good for you. It may flush out your system. I don't know. I don't know that much about it. But I do know that you you can't live on a liquid diet for the rest of your life. You can't do it. You, You can't sustain it for the long term. So that kind of a diet kind of doesn't it set us up for failure? Because once you finish it, if it's a week or a month or two months, it's over. Then you go back to eating regular food. But that diet, that liquid diet you had, did not prepare you to go back to eating regular foods. And so now you're eating the same unhealthy stuff you were before, or maybe you're starving because of the liquid diets. Now you're overeating a little bit. I don't know. 
But personally, I think the best kind of plan is one that really just helps you to eat healthier, to eliminate some of the junk food that you tend to eat all the time, and just kind of get you thinking differently. You know, if you add more greens to your plate, right? If you cut out potato chips, right? If you make one change, that's doable and that's sustainable. I mean, it's going to take more than one change probably to attain your goals, but it's hard to start. So start with one. Start with one thing. Make one commitment that you know you can keep. I am going to work out twice a week for 30 minutes. Right? If you don't have 30 minutes, do 20, do 10, do something, but make a commitment to say, I am going to do this. And then that becomes your habit. And then you'll do it in the long run because working out twice a week is something you can sustain. Working out three times a week is something you can sustain. Working out five times a week or more is a little bit difficult for most of us because we have other things going on in our lives. If you have children, that kind of takes a lot of your time. If you're going to school, if you're uh, if you have a second job or a third job, so there's a lot of things that can kind of sabotage your ability to work out five days in a row. But working out, finding time to work out one time or two times a week. That's usually doable. And you don't even have to go to the gym. That's the other thing, especially with streaming now and YouTube and other online platforms. You can pretty much find a workout anywhere. You can find a lot of them for free, so you don't even have to pay. And you can stream them or download them or just watch them directly from your cable provider sometimes. And, and you can do that workout in your house. You don't have to leave. So that's an expense you don't have to pick up because you don't have to pay to go to a gym. I mean, if, if you're motivated by going to the gym, please do so. I'm not speaking out against the gym. I'm just saying that for some people that's not feasible and that's kind of become their reason why they're not getting into shape. Well, don't let that stop you. Work out at home. You don't need a whole dumbbell system. Get a couple of light weights that you can do. Get a resistance band. You know, use the things you have in your home. Pack a backpack full of books and use that as your weight. Use it as your kettlebell. So there are things you can do in the home and you don't ever have to step outside that door and you don't have to spend any money either. So I would encourage you, That if your resolution is to lose weight, to work out, to eat better, do it. Go for it. There's a lot of things you can do and you can find online about healthy eating patterns and healthy foods. You can look at a healthy recipe and maybe there's something in there you don't eat. Like I don't eat oatmeal. I'm never going to eat oatmeal. I'm not even going to pretend to try. Okay? But if I see a recipe... Um, that has oatmeal in it, I'm just going to substitute it for something else, something that might be more healthy for me to eat in the mornings. And I don't have to eat that nasty food, okay? So that's all you have to do. But I encourage you to find something that you can change that will make an easy change instead of over committing yourself and saying, oh, I'm going to 
I'm going to go for it. I'm going to do all this intensive training. Oh, I'm going to, you know, cut all carbs out or I'm not, not going to eat any sugar and I'm going to do all these extreme things. Listen, there are people out there who do these extreme things and they're successful, but I am not one of those people. I can't do that kind of extreme dieting, extreme weight training and all of that kind of stuff. It's not going to work. And like I said, it's not sustainable. It's not realistic. I can't do that over a long term. So I'd rather make changes to my diet. I'd rather commit to working out a few times a week. That's the thing I can do and will do. And so that's the commitment I'm making to myself. But also when you think of your resolution, don't forget your long-term goal. Don't forget what you're doing it for. Okay, don't get caught up in the little details. Remember that it's more of a journey, especially when you're talking about weight loss and that kind of stuff. But you know, the things I'm talking about can also apply if your resolution has to do with financial goals. A lot of people want to get out of debt. A lot of people want to make more money. A lot of people want to save for trips and things. I don't know how many trips you can go on these days now that we're still in a pandemic, but maybe you're planning for once all of those restrictions get lifted and once, you know, there is no more pandemic. Maybe you want to take a nice long vacation to kind of celebrate that. Well, now's the time to start saving, right? But maybe you're not used to saving. So how do you do that? Well, again, the same thing. Make one commitment, something you can do for the long term. So maybe you're going to say, okay, every paycheck I'm going to put $25 away on the in the bank, in savings. You know, maybe you're going to save $25 a week. If that's too much, maybe you're going to save $5 a week. Anything that you can do differently is going to be a positive thing, okay? Nobody's saying you got to... Uh, strip your house of all furniture and goods and sell it all and live with, you know, sleeping on the floor and things like that, you know, just to make it and survive. Make small changes that you know you can sustain. If you're used to eating out every day for lunch, maybe you only eat out three times a week for lunch and the other two days you pack or vice versa. Maybe you only eat out two days a week and three days a week you pack. That's going to save you a whole lot of money, a whole lot of money, because lunches can be anywhere from $5 to $20 for one meal, you know? So imagine how much you're saving if you only do it a couple of times a week. And that's something you can sustain. That's something real and legitimate. You know, if you love Starbucks, maybe you only go there four days a week. Or three days a week. Starbucks is kind of expensive. Or if you don't want to cut that out, cut something else that you know you can do. You know, try and figure out. Maybe if I go to Starbucks every morning for breakfast, then I'm going to make my lunches and take them instead of eating out. Right? Meal plan. You know, you can make a whole bunch of meals on Sunday for the rest of the week. Those are things that are sustainable. And that and that's going to help you financially, Right? to save. Maybe you're not going to splurge on clothes. Maybe your thing is going to be, you know, I'm only going to buy clothing every other month or every two or three months or only when something, you know, I need to get something new. Like, you know, my shoe gets a hole in it or socks get holes in them. Maybe something like that. Maybe you're 
go ahead and say, hey, I'm not going to shop for a whole year. I've got plenty of clothes and I don't need new clothes. And so for this year, I won't do it. Now, that might be for some people an extreme. For other people, it's doable. So, I mean, you really got to look at you. It's not about me or other people or experts telling you, do this, do this, do this. Because, I mean, that that works for some people. They just need someone to tell them and, and organize their lives, right? But for a lot of us, you have to try to find something you can commit to that you will keep going. And so whether it's health, whether it's finances, whether it's something else, whatever your resolution is, make sure it's like like small small chunks, you know, that you can maintain over the long term. So that's my advice. Not, not that I'm an expert, <laughs> but that's what I would do. And I think that that works for the majority of people. But whatever it is and whatever you do decide to do, I think making the decision to do something and then taking that action is the most important thing. Change something. Do something. But don't just sit and say you're going to do it and not do it. That's the thing. Let this be your motivation. If you haven't started your resolution yet and you made one, but you haven't started anything yet, do it now. Resolutions are supposed to be motivating things. They're supposed to be positive. You do it because you want to make something better. You want to make a positive change in your life. You want to, you know, work towards a goal. So if you haven't started it yet, this is a great time to start it. It's still January. So the year isn't over yet. Don't get defeated if you didn't start and you said you were going to start on January 1st. It's okay. You have plenty of time. The point is you start. So let's get motivated together. Let's achieve our goals by working on them in a realistic and reasonable way. Okay? So thanks for dropping back this year. I hope you enjoyed what I did last year. Hopefully you'll stick around for more content this year. I do have a couple of topics that I want to talk about, so hopefully uh, you'll want to hear about them. (laughs) Okay? If you have any topics that you want to hear me talk about, drop a line, you know? Let me know. Put it in the comments. Tell me what you want to hear. And uh, maybe we'll talk about that. Okay? Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any new content. And I'll talk to you next time.